Hello, WCULA, and welcome to Operation Pass and Clex. We are halfway through the term. Some things not to forget, those of you that are uh, not in 480 or 493, if you're happening to listen in, your last data drop is next week, week six, on Tuesday before 4 p.m. This week, we have with us Dr. Zoya Manassian talking about infection control. Hope you enjoy hearing what she has to say. Keep studying hard, guys. We are at the top of the hill, and it's going to roll down from here. Remember, if you're a 480 student, you guys are also immersed in Capstone that coordinates with your 480 course. Please keep in mind that these capstone tests should be taken seriously, as this is really an indicator for us as instructors on how you guys will do going forward into the NCLEX. And it's an indicator for yourself as well, knowing where your weak topics are and what you really have to focus on once you've graduated. For those of you that are in 493, you guys are halfway through. Your graduation is right there on the horizon. Now is the time for some deep self-reflection. As you've worked your way through Capstone, have you really applied yourself to these tests or are you kind of breezing through just trying to get them done and get out of West Coast? While we understand the desire to just be done and graduate and get your test over with, we've been there, done that, trust us, we understand. These Capstone tests really need to take a lot of your focus so that as you prepare for your NCLEX moving forward once you've graduated, you know where you're weak and you know where you need to really hone in your skills. So keep pushing hard, guys. Don't lose sight. Keep your focus solid. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Minasian, and the topic is infection control. All members of the healthcare team, including us, are accountable for adhering to measures to reduce the growth and transmission of infectious agents. According to CDC, hand hygiene is the single and most important practice in preventing healthcare-associated infections. Let's talk about medical asepsis. Precise practices to reduce the number, growth, and spread of microorganisms are Nursing interventions, perform hand hygiene frequently, use personal protective equipment as indicated and if it's necessary. Do not place items on a floor of client's room. Do not shake linens. Clean least soiled areas first. Place moist items in plastic bags and educate client and caregivers. What about surgical asepsis? Let's talk about that. Sterile technique. Precise practices to eliminate all microorganisms from an object or area, such as surgical technique. Nursing interventions. Avoid coughing, sneezing, and talking directly over field. Only dry sterile items touch the field. Remember, one inch border is non-sterile. Next, keep all objects above the waist. And next, wash hands and downstairs gloves to perform procedure. Let's talk about isolation guidelines. A group of actions that include hand hygiene and the use of standard precautions 
intended to reduce the transmission of infectious organisms. Standard precautions, okay, applies to all body fluids, non-intact skin, and mucous membranes. PPEs, as needed to prevent contact with body fluid. So they are gloves, masks, gown, and goggles. Nursing intervention. Implement standard precaution for all clients. Determine need for client-specific, disease-specific precautions. Provide education to healthcare team, client, and visitors. Report communicable diseases per CDC guidelines, please. Handle all blood and blood and body fluid as if it's contaminated. Use PPE to reduce risk of transmission, such as gown, gloves, when touching blood or body fluid, non-intact skin, mucous membranes, or contaminated materials. Masks and face and eye protections when anticipating splashing of body fluids. PPEs is disposed of in the client's room. And then consider room placement for client safety. Provide room. Only transport client outside of the room as medically necessary. For example, you're taking patient for CT, MRI, surgery, etc. Cohort for patient must have same organism. Avoid placing client on contact precautions in the same room with patients who are immunocompromised, have open wounds, or have anticipated prolonged length of stay. Next, ensure clients are located more than three feet away from each other. Use privacy curtain between beds to minimize opportunities for direct contact. Change protective attire and perform hand hygiene between contact with clients in the same room regardless of disease status. Clean equipment according to facility policy. Discard all needles and sharps in appropriate containers. Place contaminated linens in appropriate receptacle per the facility policy. Clean spills with the solutions of bleach and water 1 to 10 dilution. Let's talk about transmission-based precaution. Transmission-based precautions are used in addition to standard precaution for clients who are known or suspected to be infected or colonized with infectious organisms. Airborne precautions. Diseases known to be transmitted by air for infectious agents smaller than 5 micrograms, such as measles, varicella, pulmonary or laryngeal tuberculosis. PPEs. They were going to use N95 respirator for known or suspected TB for nursing intervention. In addition to standard precaution, you're going to provide private room with monitored negative airflow. Keep door closed. Respiratory precaution. The nurse must be fit tested for N95 respiratory. Apply mask to the client if leaving room for medical necessity.
Let's talk about droplet precaution. Prevent the transmission of pathogens spread through close contact with mucous membrane or respiratory secretions. Protect against droplets larger than 5 micrograms. So for example, strep pharyngitis, pneumonia, scarlet fever, rubella, pertosis, mumps, mycoplasma pneumonia, meningococcal pneumonia. Okay, for PPE, we need masks. Nursing intervention, pro private room preferred. May cohort with client who has infection with same organism. We're going to keep door closed. Mask is required when working within three feet of the client. Contact precaution. Prevent transmission of infection agents that are spread by direct or indirect contact with the client or the client's environment. These precautions are applied in the presence of wound drainage, fecal incontinence, or other bodily discharge that suggests an increased potential or environmental contamination and risk of transmission. PPE, gloves, gown as needed, use of masks and goggles, nursing intervention, private room, gloves and gowns, disposable of infection dressing material, dedicated equipment for a patient or disinfect after each use, client to leave room only for essential clinical reasons. Protective isolation, used to protect client who have an increased susceptibility to infection. These are receiving chemotherapy or, an or they are immunosuppressed or neutropenic. Nursing intervention, follow standard precaution, institute maximum protection, which may include the use of sterile linens, food, and other supplies. Minimize exposure to microorganisms found on other layers of fresh flowers, fruits, and vegetables. Wear sterile gloves and gowns, masks when in contact with client. Maximum protection will require ventilated positive pressure room. Okay, so order of PPE application, gowns, masks, goggles, face shield, and gloves. So gown, cover body from the bottom of the neck to the knee and wrists, fasten security behind the neck and at waist. Mask, secure with ties or elastic, pinch the flexible bridge to secure at nose, must extend below and under the chin, goggles, very five feet secure to prevent slipping, and gloves use correct size. Order of PPE removal, gloves, goggle face shield, gown, mask, gloves. Extend arms and slowly peel on one glove downward, turning it inside out with the ungloved hand. Um, slide the finger under the inside portion of the remaining glove, turning inside out and discard goggles or face shield. Grasp the earpiece or headband only to remove. And gowns, unfasten neck, then waist ties. Pull gown forward away from the body, folding it inside out 
and rolling it into a bundle for disposal. And then last mask, remove by only touching, take care not to touch um, any part of the mask. All right, so let's continue with precaution requirement for specific disease. Okay, let's talk about AIDS and HIV. The reservoir for AIDS and HIV is blood and bloody fluid, including breast milk and nursing consideration, hand hygiene, PPE, if in contact with potentially contaminated material. What about varicella, chickenpox? The reservoir is lesions, respiratory secretions. What about nursing? Well, the consideration is persons who are pregnant or have not had chickenpox, chickenpox or the vaccine should not care for the client. What about C. diff? Okay, reservoir or feces. Nursing considerations, hand hygiene, PPE, if in contact with potentially contaminated material. Hepatitis A, reservoir is feces, nursing consideration, contact precautions used particularly for clients wearing diapers or who are incontinent, minimum of one week depending on client's age. And Hep B, reservoir is blood and body fluid, nursing consideration, Contact precaution for blood and body fluid and hand hygiene. Hep C, reservoir is same, blood and body fluid, nursing, contact precaution for blood and bloody fluid and hand hygiene. Okay, what about herpes simplex? Reservoir is fluid from lesions and nursing, horizontal transmission from contact with skin and secretions Vertical transmission from mother to child in, ut in utero or childbirth. What about herpes, shingles? Reservoir is lesions, nursing consideration. Person who have mm, not had chicken pox or the vaccine should not provide care. Okay, next one, measles. Respiratory secretion. Nursing, virus can leave on infected surface for up to two hours. What about meningococcal disease? Reservoir, respiratory secretion. Nursing consideration, post-exposure, prophylaxis is recommended to control the outbreak. MRSA, methicillin-resistant staph aureus, reservoir body fluid, and site contamin uh, contaminated with MRSA. Nursing, gloves, PPE, including gown, mask, and if in contact with site of infection. Pneumonia, reservoir respiratory secretion. Nursing, consider organism-specific precaution as indicated. Um, rubella, respiratory secretions. Nursing, non-immune pregnant Women should not care for these clients. Salmonella, reservoir feces, nursing consideration, contact precaution used, particularly for children who are wearing diapers or incontinent. Okay. Staph aureus, reservoir body fluid and sites contaminated with MRSA. Nursing, gloves, PPE, including gown, mask, 
if in contact with site of infection, tuberculosis, TB, reservoir airborne respiratory droplet nuclei, and then nursing consideration, N95 mask, and then clients wears surgical mask when transports outside of the negative airflow room. So these are the topics I wanted to review with um, all of you. I hope you enjoyed the review as much as I enjoyed giving you this small, very short review for infection control. This, this is Dr. Minasian and have a good day. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to WCULA Operation Pass NCLEX. We will see you next week with another episode. Those of you that are grads, I look forward to seeing you tonight at our study session in your new classroom. Have a good one. Stay safe. Yeah.